0: Who am I? Your name is kal You are the only survivor of the planet Krypton. Even though you've been raised as a human being, you are not one of them. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. Hello and welcome to our Superpod, as we like to call it. If you have any better names, please get into the comments section on Phil and let us know. You
1: won't be paid for it, but we'll, you know, we'll love you a long time.
0: <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> going to say it. That. There's a Marlon Brando reference in there if you want to find oh, it. Probably... So I'm here with Richard Drum and not Scott Adair. Scott you know, ran Richard. away to see Star Wars Rogue One. Actually, it's not even called Star Wars Rogue One. It's called Rogue One. A Star Wars Story. Uh, at this stage, it's not a chapter either, it's an addendum, I think. Actually, there yeah. was
1: a lot of talk about how they, they were opening this one. How does it open? There's no scroll, so is it just an opening shot? or?
0: It's an opening shot, and then we just get on with the story. So, like, no title or nothing? No title or oh, nothing. Uh, Lucasfilm at the start, then we get a good. We do get a kind of a classic Star Wars uh, space shot. mm. And we follow an imperial uh, transporter down to a planet. As we must. And I'm not going to tell you any more about (laughs) it. So I got Richard to watch Superman the movie. Uh, After the debacle of Superman versus Batman, I thought he needed a bit of healing. And he gallantly went and watched this film. that was made before he was even born. Oh yes, thank you for
1: that. Uh, Protests were were made against having to watch this, but... On the whole, pleasantly surprised, I must say. Uh, I, I just didn't think I could deal with that level of earnestness and happiness and joy. But, lo and behold, it was perfectly enjoyable. The question I kept asking myself, though, was, would I rather rewatch this or Batman Superman, while admitting this is objectively a better film than Batman Superman? It's a bit dull, though. Like, I'm not sure there's enough in it to watch a second time, or... It gets better and better. <laughs> But there's no car chase, man. There's no there's there was no a car chase. <laughs>
0: God, was there? The cops chased the the criminals when we got set up into Superman going around swooping around. Oh, the met. one
1: montage actual things happening, yes, that was
0: We yeah. didn't really want a car chase. So no, uh anyway <laughs> being a film from the nineteen seventies, a decade you've heard of and a film into. student.
1: I, I'm aware of films from the seventies.
0: <laughs> How did you find it I mean this is the granddaddy of the of them all, I think, in terms of Batman gets that kind of crown and I don't agree I think that really started it off
1: oh it did like you can see bits of well like Batman was clearly inspired by this and the it's it's just, uh, it's, it's just the Citizen Kane of a genre like it's hard to pick a film that hasn't been in some way influenced by it in that genre so yeah it has to by default get the, the crown I suppose I but, think um, it's
0: good to remember that this film was made by the Salkins who were uh, Kind of notorious, <laughs> notorious blockbustery type uh, filmmakers who took properties and exploded them in a uh, bit of a cynical fashion, I think. They did do two brilliant films in the, in the early 1970s called The Three Musketeers and The Four Musketeers. And quite famously, everybody making the two films thought they were making one film. And uh, the Salkin Clause was born out of that, <laughs> whereby you had to let your actors know what they were actually involved mm-hmm. in. And this film was made in a similar fashion but with the Salkin Clause in place. And they were shooting Superman 1 and 2 at the same time, knowing that the property or hoping the property was going to generate lots some money but it should also be marked that richard donner definitely was the main creative force behind making sure it didn't turn into total camp nonsense which we will argue as we discuss the film because it is actually probably about two kind of moods in that film it's, it's, it's
1: less camp than expected certainly uh, but onto that selcom thing wasn't this originally supposed to be a four-hour like roadshow movie or something and they kind of split one and two up no, one, two. You see,
0: no. What happened was they were we uh, behind schedule, and the ending of that movie is actually the ending from Superman two. Mm. They didn't have an ending for Superman one, so they went and they robbed it. One of those ter- it's a terrible uh, Deus Ex Machina ending, mm-hmm. that should be marked. But uh, also they had people like Mario. But they were big showboaters, the Salikins. So they had the likes of Mario Puzo was adapting it because he'd done The Godfather. There's no logic in that whatsoever. <laughs> It featured hokey little scenes like Superman flying around Metropolis, looking for Lex Luthor, spying him on a busy street, flying down, tapping him on the shoulder, and Telly Savalas, who was famous for Kojak at the time, turns around instead. So a lot of that was taken out by Mankiewicz and... Wait, Telly Savalas as Telly As um, Telly okay, Brilliant. <laughs> Not Kojak. So blow, the, blow. he took a lot of that out. There was a, there was a lot of campness in it. And again... Donner definitely treated the property quite very seriously. Mm. As seen, funnily enough, Richard Lester, who had done the Salkins Musketeer movies, took over chores on 2 and 3 and brought it back to that kind of camp, kind of not very serious approach. Whereas there was a lovely blend of it in Superman. I don't, Superman is never silly, yet Hackman as uh, Lex Luthor and Ned Beatty's Otis get to be... I thought wonderful villains I thought they were great clowns I'm of two minds about
1: Lex Luthor because Hackman's performance in Isolation is brilliant fun and he's just clearly enjoying himself very much and it's great to watch but it's and then the problem is I'm putting like a modern version on a old thing I the version of Lex Luthor I know is not that so that to me felt as distant from Luthor as Eisenberg did but for like different reasons completely different reasons
0: which brings back to what I was saying to you before we started yeah, the uh, is it's very, very close to our Luthor of the comic mm. books which is uh, sad but uh, still with some of the edges taken off because if, if you go back and there's a Superboy from 1960 written by Siegel funnily enough and it gives the origin of uh, the Superboy danced all over the mythology again and we got Alex. he met Lex Luthor when they were younger mm-hmm. which helped feed Smallville on the TV series oh, yes. okay. and the reason Given that he hates Superman Is because He accidentally goes bald Helping Superman He's a fine head of hair When we meet him first So they didn't go that far
1: No But they kind of reference it In a weird way
0: By having him needlessly Be bald and wearing a wig Well that's because Hackman refused to uh, Shave his head And wear a bald wig For the entire film (laughs) That's the only reason No but why was Lex
1: bald In the movie at all He didn't need to be Revealed as bald at the end Just for no reason He's being arrested just by the way Whoosh We're gone
0: it was understood as being iconic in the comics so I think they had to do a nod to it
1: in that sense I suppose it's the same as Batman Superman they have to get to the the head shaving scene and indeed X-Men Apocalypse
0: <laughs> so again the, the film was there anything that stood out for you that was really good or really bad that you felt
1: well really good the score obviously but that's even before I'd seen it I knew that like that theme is incredibly iconic very hummable just good Uh, but the rest of the score I really found very enjoyable as well I think John Williams is always pretty solid and this would have been what the year after Star Wars I think Um, two years after two years yeah soon and this is we were saying this earlier like it's probably the more accomplished score of the two of them and like Star Wars gets a lot of quite deserved praise score wise but this is probably
0: better oh I totally agreed and as I said it really sells the aspects of the movie all that Mm. wonderful American jingoism it is all about the American way at the end. Don't forget Superman does give a wink at the audience at the end of that film.
1: That was not so great. Yeah, I didn't much like that. Uh I, I mm, if I had a major complaint narratively, I think it's that I don't understand Luther and his plan. It it's it seems to be suddenly just here's this person that I have decided I don't like, I'm gonna invite him to my house, tell him my evil, evil mass murdering scheme, and then watch as he fucks that up for me.
0: I disagree. Okay. I, uh, explain to me
1: justify Luther's actions to don't me. forget
0: the, the point of uh, Lex Luthor when he kind of really found himself in the, in the comics was brawn versus brain that was mm. always the way it worked with that bra- brain not brawn uh, comes an ego the size of Metropolis he understands uh, Superman's problem he's already worked out a solution and he knows he has to deal with him as immediately He's not taking any chances, and don't forget this—that good old Lex. I I love his master plan—the fact that it's just all about real estate. <laughs>
1: that was, disappointing. Uh, I, no,
0: that was, that was disappointing. I love that. I think that's the, the, the wonkiest, evilest banal plan in the world. Which don't forget, uh, Kevin Spacey's character. Don't forget, uh, the, the Superman Returns yeah. is kind of a sequel to Superman Two. Yeah. in the canon and uh, very faithful and it could just continues that same insane game this obsession with real estate I think there's a bit more of a satirical jab in there than people give it credence for it's just when you <sighs> and that's forget, where the mindset was in the, not in—not just in the 70s now mm. in terms of owning things
1: no, that's fine I just feel like when your character that's a, a fine villain for Batman I think a real estate lunatic I just think it's Superman
0: and like the yeah, array his plan villains. is just so psychotic
1: but they don't address that like tonally it's not addressed that he's gonna mass murder millions of people for real estate
0: I think it is I I think with the tone of it for me it can't go into the utter evils that uh, Mm. it it is a fantasy which uh, which brings us back to uh, one of my problems with Rogue One is that at times it's a bit too edgy and gritty for it's own good considering this started out as a swashbuckling adventure with some war movie elements back mm. in 77, and it's kind of touching the real world a bit too much at times. You're going, okay, did we come to the cinema for, for this?
1: See, I, I like a bit of real world in my cinema, but anyway. Give it in give it context. <laughs> I no, I would honestly prefer to watch something like that when it's it's allegory and a dumb thing than watching a very serious po face drama of an actual like, historical event. Mm
0: you were saying you liked the the Krypton stuff sat well far more
1: than I thought I would
0: because I'd seen clips of that
1: over the years I I never much cared for that crystalline design I I didn't love Snyder's big weird avatar planet either but yeah it worked quite well and just the tone of that whole sequence was good it reminded me in a good way of the first Star Trek movie when it's these long shots of just great miniature work and just score and no real dialogue that's all great Brando was effortlessly good despite clearly not giving a shit or so the set stories tell you. Or David Norris, I came to call him. Because keep your ears out, audience. David Norris incarnate is Marlon Brando's jor I
0: didn't know you <laughs> notice it myself. I don't think you'd
1: notice it unless you watched it just now. But uh, the other thing is, I like, unintentional as it is, the way they set up a sequel with having Zod and Ursa and all that. Being... Again,
0: the plan was, as you said, yeah. there was plans for a roadshow or else two movies, mm-hmm. and they were cheekily setting up the second.
1: It's nicely done, though. Like, I'm not sure if... Mm, back in the those days, if continuity was a big deal, it wasn't really with cinema and movies and stuff, but like, would you have paid enough attention to the first 20 minutes of this two and a half hour movie, and then two years later, go, oh yeah, those people when they come back.
0: Well, that's why when the second film came out, there was a big intro to what happened in the first one, just in case people's oh, okay. memories were short. But don't forget, they did get quite a name actor in there. I mean, Terrence Stamp had been in the wilderness for a while, but he oh, would have been known Stamp, by yeah. a lot of people in the Went to the movies. It's
1: strange seeing him with hair and recognise him. He's, he's very bald these days. What's he been on recently, actually? I saw him something.
0: I don't know. I, know. I know he did a lot of super type cameos in Smallville and that, but that's a long time he ago. He was not in Smallville, was he? Yeah, he He turns up as Jor-El, I think. What else uh, did you stick out about that movie for you?
1: Uh, that Man of Steel ripped it off, like shot for shot, beat for beat, to the, an extent I was not expecting. But, you know, they got the whole Jonathan Kent death right, where it's an action Superman can't stop rather than a tornado he suicide he into for some reason that Zack Snyder thought was gritty and realistic and moving.
0: It is amazing, isn't it? Again, another great actor, uh, Glenn Ford, who mm. will be known to all the generation play that part. And th- those scenes, I, I love those early scenes. Um, I'd like to have seen they more were of that. quite good, yeah. they're called (laughs) hold on more of that some people call some people call them the the, the normal Rockwell moments Mm -hmm. normal Rockwell moments of the film Um, very much so but Ford appears in two major scenes one uh, when they find the baby and then just to be around for that big dramatic moment where (laughs) he can't do anything about it and that's the serious part I suppose Superman is that that, that mythos and those little allegorical aspects of uh, Jesus and God etc etc that I mean it looked on a bit too heavy.
1: I didn't notice much of the God imagery in this one. Like Man of Steel was hilarious for us, where it was him doing crucifixes in space and being in a church below a stained glass window of Jesus while a priest realised, oh God, he is Jesus. Yeah, it's called overkill. Yeah, it was very funny though. <laughs> this one I didn't actually pick up on that much in this one. Um I know they do the the, the they reference his age at one point as being around thirty, which is, you know, prominent. Uh but it's not it's not beaten over the head with it. I will say I didn't much care for that twelve year learning gap where he goes to the of solitude then we get a, a weird trippy uh just montage of dust on a bit of a black screen just swirling around while Brando gives his exposition and then it's like oh 12 years have passed you're a town superman like, oh that's disappointing
0: <laughs> and then we're introduced straight into the world of Metropolis after mm-hmm. that scene I remember he does a bit of flying we could see a little teaser flying the, for the younger uh, listeners to remember it's you've got to remember that Putting a special effect of someone flying on the screen was a big deal back then, and that was one of the film's boasts. That was what it was being sold on. A what was a tagline: "You will believe a man yeah. can fly," which they I don't based which, on that. But fair enough. Nice well, try. no, to some of the wire work in that film, they never tried to copy that in the other films. Just some really extravagant moments in that were the really nice flying. Moments. The wire work
1: itself is fine. It just you know the backlit project, the rear screen projection, had not come far enough. I don't think at that point, or the green screen, whatever it was, just it didn't. It probably looks fine in VHS but on modern DVDs but like HD it just doesn't it it shows up it
0: shows up all the bits of piece with the the HD uh, format all right. I loved the initial Metropolis moments and I also think uh, Keter's a great Lois Lane beats the pants off Amy Adams Uh, and I didn't like like, do you know I didn't (laughs) like her when I was a kid watching that Mm. Uh, when I got older when I was a little bit older I went yeah, I I get the sassiness and aspect of it they were trying to fight because I forget Lois Lane got terrible time in the 50s and 60s. I mean, it was like Chauvin's paradise in the way she was treated and and created as a character. And that was a nice fight against that, the, this liberated character. She was allowed to be rescued and all that, but she was obviously a tough lady.
1: Yeah, like they kind of put in quite adult themes with her, her very on-the-nose sexual desires towards her, Mr. Kent, or, well, Mr. Mann, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I quite like the way they did Clark in that he was almost Adam West level goofy but that that's part of the act and that's something that I don't think they get away with now but which I think they should really have done with Cavill or at least try to do with Cavill because you need that differentiation between Clark and Superman and Clark needs to be this bumbling idiot with like a different like there's well, one shot when he does it's both It's lost characters now at once. isn't it? Yeah well, It's, it's, it's kind
0: of lost um, Well Clark
1: Kent's dead in the new movies canonically
0: so That's true Yeah, they got, <laughs> How do they fix that? How, they how, how do they explain that disappearance and Superman's disappearance at the same time? Hmm Amy will cover up for him but uh, I think it stands up for me but then again I'm just a nostalgist when it comes to that and I do. It, think it does
1: stand up better than I thought it would it really does, Like I'm not sure if Batman 89 would work as well for someone who hasn't seen it before now I think this probably stands up a lot better than that would to a modern audience
0: well I think tonally it balances it's humour mm. and it's it's only a movie with it's dramatic kind of core very well and with Superman vs. Batman I think the seriousness that it tried to get just became so dour there was no enjoyment in it at all which to mention Star Wars I mean th- that was nearly in danger of that happening as well some mm. pointed out this film needs some more humour I know it's all going to end terribly but Is he, uh, Batman, I mean, have I'll, a few laughs one, along though, the way I think
1: <laughs> with the main episode Star Wars is, is Fine, keep that swashbuckling tone. For the the off shooty non episode title ones, do what you want. Make a weird, broad comedy, make a dark, serious one. I can just go all of those well, things.
0: D- don't forget, uh, the, a lot of inspiration that's going into these into Rogue One comes from uh, Clone Wars and a lot of the television yeah. stuff that was developed, there's nothing well, to as do as with Luke's characters looks... and old yeah. and the war movie aspect of Star Wars is really prominent in mm. this. This is essentially a men on people on a mission. He <laughs> good said, save, yes, Remembering well <laughs> diversity. Uh, it's a people on a mission story. That's what it is by pretty much the halfway mark.
1: Which sounds good to me. Mm. I'd rather that than just another Skywalker okay. with destiny and sad times yeah. and family issues. So, the yes. Guns
0: of Rogue One or Force 10 from Grogu. So, any um. final thoughts on, on Superman before we move on to our look back on 2016?
1: I think I've actually sounded a bit too negative about this the more we talk, because I just feel like you're giving all the and I was like, no, but. I do think, on the whole, it's. like I was the last person just say that. Say you
0: was, loved
1: it! I won't say I loved it, I'll say I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would, and it just, it, it proved to me in my head that the reason I don't like Sam Raimi's Spider Man movies is not because I am a dead, cold hearted man, but because those things are insufferably camp and weird. This was the right level of camp, apart from, again, Hackman and Ot- Otis, I think goes just a bit too far for me. Hackman, I can just about tolerate. Otis, while a funny character in his own right and amusing, I just think didn't fit this movie and just felt really—I don't know—it it was like a weird Marks Brothers throwback that shouldn't
0: have been Are in the seventies fr- film. It's back again to who Lex is Lex loves having a stupid person around him. It's oh yeah, no, I get this. Yeah, to do with his ego.
1: I get all the, I don't know. Uh, I also did not like. And I, I love Otis. <laughs> I'll stop I saying Otis things that I do not like in
0: a minute. I miss him when he went missing in Superman two. With the oh,
1: he comes back in Superman two. two.
0: Only, only, yeah, <laughs> not, not for long enough in my book. Um,
1: I I do think it, as you've been saying, it does a great job tonally and like balancing the drama and the comedy and all that. Yada yada. I don't like the time travel bit at the end. I think it's terrible well not only because it makes no sense because it doesn't make any sense
0: it's illogical it's awful I totally agree
1: but even the because I was thinking the reason it,
0: for it is good Yeah, but the reason it, it for doesn't fine. make any sense
1: it makes sense but also they, they undercut a massive part of his character with it because he even sees Brando's face in the clouds and it gives him the same thing of you know don't interfere blah blah blah, blah. and it, by rejecting that it feels like he's rejecting a core part of his initial character and like, that feels weird to me and it, it's it's him putting well, the t- life of one human over the rest of them
0: I like and that conflict because it brought out the, the human side of who he was but he's meant and to be Jesus it, he's he, a bad he's Jesus he's not meant to be Jesus that's the thing it's over taught that aspect it's, it's Put in almost kind of humorously. I don't mm. think they ever took it as seriously as some of the critics who observe it. To her, think about it.
1: No, even the comics. though, so he is always this like grand savior of the universe. And yeah, but I he's always
0: like got this conflict with his identity. That's the whole yeah. one of the best the best conflicts that Superman has is who the fuck am I? That's
1: true. I just feel like explicitly going. He's going to save one woman over everyone else that died and that damn flood ever happened. That, see, no one died. Yeah, no one died. Somehow, um, it's, it's <laughs> not.
0: It, this was when this was a PG film, not a twelve A film. <laughs> I don't think anyone dies in that film except for a bunch of Kryptonians yeah and my god did they die at the start or what they were dropping left right and centre
1: that was a good sequence I really did enjoy that so much more than I thought I would have Uh, but I always
0: felt like a Sodom and Gomorrah I want to get biblical again Mm -hmm. there was almost what they're guilty of is sterility and Mm -hmm. their own kind of belief in themselves Mm they won't dare look in themselves and and believe anything can get to them they've reached a sort of Kind of godlike attitude within themselves they're punished for it
1: yeah it was good um, I'm trying to, like to say it more broadly uh, good points about it. it it's one of those rare movies that I did respect and enjoy just how earnest and kind of I hate saying this word sweet it was um, it didn't quite you know fill my heart with love but it it tried and got further than most do uh, I'm not sure I'd rewatch it though, or at least not re-watch it soon. Whereas Batman vs Superman, at least it had a car chase, and I'd watch that again. The car and chase Wonder was Woman. about the
0: only thing I would watch again. <laughs> but that was the best. He and it killed was also so many people. one of the most logical scenes in the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll um, move on from Superman. I'm gonna be if I can get more points. In out, January, I, I intend bringing Superman two oh, Lord. and Superman two. In for Richard, so he's going to get to compare Richard Lester's Superman 2 with <sighs> Richard Donner's Superman 2. Yeah, the uh, run time and those looking like? Which includes a version of the same ending that he saw in Superman the movie.
1: How did they explain that with one then? Did they even address the fact that it's the same ending as the two films?
0: Well, you see, they only put it on the Richard Donner film. Yeah. The, uh, we're, sorry, we're just to uh, clear this up, we're about Super, uh, Superman 2 by Donner, which was kind of saved by a very. Uh, Nice guy. Who but does was that purist. film
1: presuppose that the first one didn't happen the same?
0: They, no, they simply hadn't done all the work. It, I mean, the amount of money and madness that went into that film is another story in itself. We could do two podcasts about that. Book that on it, there's a book called oh, Sanverse yeah. Hollywood some friend, or something like that. The Salkins were just, just steeped in money, but mm. the, the big deal was that Donner was never told what the budget was. So he was always in danger of uh, making mistakes because he wasn't told where the where the, where the goalposts were and he apparently he was offered Superman 2 to, to con- finish it and continue yeah. the job but he kind of uh, he got up at the end he said he wouldn't do it once the falcons were in the same room as him And Richard Lester had been a mediator for him. But apparently, he took on the task of Superman 2 because he was still owed money by the Salkins anyway from the Musketeers. So that's another story. And he had to shoot at least, based on Guild, Director's Guild rules, he had to shoot at least 55% of the film to claim it. But if you go see Superman 2, the Lester version, it contains at at least 40, 45% is stuff that Donner did. In fact, famously, Gene Hackman said, he was never on a Richard Lester set so all of that stuff with Zod and uh, all the terrorizing of the people in the Daily Planet was all shot by Donner so mm. a huge amount of that film had already been shot but they had to rush uh, to hit their kind of hit the cinemas deadline and so it said so it was a great idea sticking on that ending which I don't think should, ever should have existed and it might not have if things had been a bit different but they're not Cause. I'm not sure
1: how else it ended though. Like it had to have a big finale in there somewhere. I it's it's as good as anything else you could have come up with, I guess.
0: Yeah, reverse the film. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean that's the problem with the movie. The opening and the ending are crap. Not the opening, like the I mean the very opening, the the, the opening credits if you could dare call them that. The five straight minutes of single names slowly washing at the camera. Dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. Oh, it's a
1: good score. Thank God the score is good for that bit, because if that wasn't there, <laughs> But again, remember
0: graphics like that weren't probably didn't come by easy.
1: Poor homes; it probably could have fed several families for decades. But it doesn't make it any less obnoxious to now, watch back now. Now you can
0: <laughs> generate those images on your smartphone. The probably were So we'll move along now, and yes. we'll, let's do our uh, look back, back in to 2016. The mm-hmm. So, Richard, start us off here. What did you think of 2016? Was it a good year for superhero movies? Or was it? A mixed bag.
1: It was a good year for superhero movies. A bad year for the ones I liked, because I like I like Marvel. I do. I'm more of a DC fanboy though. I think from youth and like all the best oh, ones. I didn't know that. This is
0: this is after all this time podcasting. I didn't know you were a DC fanboy over. I have not seen
1: Superman until now.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, Batman fanboy, whatever. So you've had a very upsetting DC year then.
1: I have, because I was looking forward to Suicide Squad since before they cast a single character in it. As soon as I saw that that name on that list of leaked Warner Brothers future projects, I was very gung-ho, re- ready for that, and it was just abysmal. We'll get that in a minute, though. Let's go in order, I suppose. So Deadpool was first, uh, which I think was a strong start to the year superhero-wise. It was funny. It, it holds up to at least two viewings that I can confirm. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, just perfect casting. I know he basically begged for that role and then I think he was going to walk off Origins Wolverine but because of the whole laser eyes nonsense and they told him if you don't do this now you're not getting the movie and you're going shite,
0: fine. Was it that long ago that they were talking up the Deadpool movie? Yep. Yet they wouldn't have had really an idea of how wonderfully crazy it was going to be.
1: Well they would have made PG, a PG-13 one, wouldn't they? They wouldn't, no, let, they wouldn't th- let the already happen.
0: Just to clarify this for me now more than yes. it, it, not for you guys out there uh, <laughs> Deadpool is the first kind of Marvel comic character of the 80s anyway who looked outside the panel and saw the reader and made remarks
1: as far as I know yes I think She-Hulk is also known for fourth wall breaking I'm not sure when that started
0: <clears throat> oh that's funny yeah, she, she's a wonderfully she's the, the, the happiest superhero in the Marvel Universe for a long time really? oh yeah she loved being big green and lean and mean
1: She's an enjoyably sassy lawyer these days. But,
0: yeah. but yeah, Deadpool was kind of the first one talking as if he understood he was mm-hmm. in a, in a comic book universe. And that's the, what it seems to me that is the main joy that's taken out of the movie. Now, I say that because, I'm sorry to say this, I've only seen 20 minutes of that film, and I did enjoy the first 20.
1: Okay, that's, good. that's probably the best and, chunk to
0: see in Isolation. And um, I do want to see it all. I just haven't gotten around to it. It's actually such a busy life. Can you do that more than once? is the sequel gonna be worth going to see well,
1: that's the problem like Tim Miller walked off the sequel and it seems to be over creative differences about the humour and the jokes he wanted to make a, like a he wanted to expand it and make, make a bigger movie with a bigger budget and Ryan Rand's like no let's do the same movie again
0: which oh so Ryan was the one who had uh, creative
1: differences oh, yeah. with yeah and he's uh-huh. he's the way behind it now so he kinda can't control anything um, but they got the John Wick or one of the John Wick directors for the new ones that, that, at least action wise should be good
0: yeah Mm. I suppose
1: the problem is that if you want to make the same film again, like that again, film John works Wick, once. I'm not
0: sure is going to work a second time. I, it was yeah. funny the first time, <laughs> but then it was like certain jokes don't get funny but repeating. I didn't
1: find it funny. I thought it was really great world building. It was just really well done, and the whole assassin's culture was really interesting. William Dafoe was there for a bit. Always happy to see him.
0: And yeah, He's going to be back, but yeah, but but he to died. Is he back? Oh no, sorry, not him. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of um, the English actor who plays Swearigan in. Deadwood. Oh no yeah. Blackbeard. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shane, something or other. Uh, yeah, the foe got killed, I forgot. But yeah, um but yeah, back to Deadpool. So we got Ryan right behind that, so there is gonna be a sequel, but not for three years at least, I think. I would be surprised if it's not so by next Deadpool year, is hits the high mark for you. In um, terms of
1: Marvel like, films, Uh in terms of Fox Marvel films, yes, because you don't know oh, we're breaking up now. Yeah, okay. But you have to go by studio, man. You have to go yeah. by studio. that's that's uh, fine. I, cause no, Deadpool. Yeah, it, it was good because I never care for that character myself. I find him kind of annoying on paper, and the idea of a full film with us, him making dick jokes and waving at the camera seemed horrendous.
0: But uh, <laughs> I played the video game, so I'd already gotten a I good dose of that <laughs> in the video game, and it was fun. But it, there was more yeah. kind of uh, fun in that than there was in the gameplay
1: Yeah, that's that's believable um, Yeah, like, the, problem, the other thing is, I think, you haven't seen the whole film But the way it's structured is very strange In that they clearly had this big central highway action sequence And then instead of having it in the middle of the movie And having the big origin story come first They put that at the start And then flash back and flash forward several times in the middle So it's very stupidly structured but it makes it flow a lot better and apparently the initial cut of it was linear and just didn't work because it was the first 40 minutes was just you know standard superhero origin story Ryan Reynolds is regular man and it's always the
0: go-to muscle though when a film is not working oh let's make it non-linear it'll save
1: it (laughs) well it can can work it it works here quite well I think because the tone is so irreverent anyway that having a non-linear story is fine this is for my money the best X-Men film we've gotten because uh, you didn't see all of it yet but when you do oh, Colossus and Nega, okay. Sonic Teenage Warhead great absolutely great she has an actual proper X-Men costume for the first time in six movies the yellow and black spandex great Colossus is funny he's delightful he's permanently metal which is good uh Yeah, I think it's it's pretty strong. Maybe it's probably it wasn't the same actor, was it? I don't think so. No, I think he's been recast every time, hasn't he? Or is it the same actor? Yeah, I think so. Um, So yes, Deadpool. Several, I don't know, four thumbs up out of five. I don't know what we're
0: doing with this. (laughs) Ah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do it's number one for four now four little fingers out of five there little go. fingers that sounds
1: worrying yeah. and yeah, horrendous that's but why I like grand.
0: it yeah I didn't see that one so yeah I would say now of the, of the 20th century Fox the only one I saw was X-Men yeah, which gets my campiest superhero movie of the year yeah, little finger an up.
1: accolade it deserves I feel
0: I enjoyed that and I know I shouldn't have it was it had a nice frenetic pace it was laughable i wouldn't be surprised if it's up for a raspberry award <laughs> and i found it highly entertaining
1: I, I found it highly entertaining but i think but i agree with you f- not for the right reasons like we saw that at the premiere actually yeah. and me and you were just howling at laughter <laughs> uh at points that we should not have been but <laughs> like it did it felt like a natural 90s film continuation like if that if the joel schumacher movies had done well critically that's what it came next. Like that would be the movie that would follow them, which is fine. Like I think you need that break after the year that gave us Batman v Superman, but it's it's not a good film. Poor Oscar Isaac, just being lumped with all that makeup, trying to make that character work and sound serious.
0: Yeah, I, I just as I, I think we as I said before, he we was just trying to do all those super villain makeovers and take over the world at the same time. It was just too <laughs> the, much work for him. The makeovers really took <laughs> a lot of his time. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, so we'll give that a two little fingers out of. Um on its
1: own merits yeah too for, for sheer campy joy let's say three and a half like who could forget Hugh Jackman's little run into the woods very delightful as he scampered oh off. yes
0: that was and funnily enough I got my hands on the inspiration for that the Barry Windersmith's uh, Weapon X I got a lovely addition of oh, I that the, 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 the scamper but you know what <laughs> I found it really kind of hard going well, it's a '90s
1: it. book, isn't it? It's a '90s
0: book, yeah, and I'm it's beautiful to look at, but it's terrible to read. It's so so serious in, in in that kind of oh, wasn't that great way? But yeah, the artwork is beautiful. Bernie Windsor Smith always a wonderful artist. But yeah, um, and then I could, again, I couldn't read without thinking of uh, Mister um, Mr., Mister Jack Smith or whatever his uh, name is, Mister Hubert what? Hubert Jackman yeah, uh, running into the snow. Looking on, like on the g- shot they just left lingering yeah. too long with no score and no sound effects <laughs> uh, and I haven't seen any kind of little uh, uploads on, on the internet with no, little no, yeah. captions to do with that I'm surprised Pitties. Well, it didn't
1: do massively well financially so many people just didn't see it, like, did it, it oh it, did, did it not do much. Like it did it not enough? make money but it didn't make you know typical X-Men money kind of thing do you know
0: I I actually never even bothered checking afterwards to see if we are going to get that teaser movie that uh, is referred to at the end remember
1: oh the Mr. Sinister thing I think that's going to be Logan now I think he's yeah yeah but I think after Logan the rumour is full reboot
0: yeah that makes sense as well it does make sense (laughs) I I think Hugh Jackman should have left a movie or two ago for Mm. his own good
1: I mean Logan looks good though admittedly again very serious but
0: whatever uh, yeah, I'd be curious. It, it definitely, it can't be any worse than the other standalone Wolverine, Wolverine <laughs> movies.
1: The second one was alright. There was lots of ninjas in that one. Ninjas always make things better.
0: Well, and and there's a bullet train. But yeah, the bullet I think good, yeah, bullet train series, and yeah. ninjas was about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Moving along.
1: Yeah, speaking of uh, looking good but being 290s and self serious, the, uh, the film of the year Batman, Superman, Don't Justice. It hasn't yeah. aged any better in the last few months. I've seen it three <laughs> times now. Once extended cut. I saw it twice in cinemas. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I saw the Midnight release first. I was very tired of going into it.
0: Kind of dozed. Not dozed. I saw it twice in cinema. I've just did you? I only remember that now. <laughs> or did I imagine much. seeing it the second time that it just scarred my brain so much? Equally possible. I think we talked enough about this now. I podcast. think so. I think we've danced on it enough. I hope... That Justice League makes up for some of the sins. The trailer didn't really leave me very happy. No, it, uh, it was But it was full
1: of fun. Quincy. Well, I was,
0: uh, yeah, but it forced fun. I will take uh, forced fun over and, and forced. And darkness. Affleck, I'm sorry, starting to get in my wick Really? Yeah. Oh. um But we'll see. Um, I'm not. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, they've got a lot of lot of uh, to make up for. A lot of, and uh, Suicide Squad again. Have you talked enough about Suicide Squad?
1: Probably. Um, I mean, I suppose before we move on from Batman, Superman, would you rank it higher or lower than Apocalypse?
0: It's a tough call. I think I'd rather. I think I'd rather rank it uh, lower than Superman.
1: I think I'd watch Apocalypse in its entirety more readily again but in terms of individual scenes I'd watch Batman Superman because i just want to watch that opening again just want to watch the Wonder Woman bits again just want to watch the the car chase again Uh, but just endless middle bits just can go and Suicide
0: Squad didn't have anything other than kind of nasty prison torture hot supernatural lady Creatures standing around waiting for all the bad, good, 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 bad guys to come to them.
1: Terrible soundtrack choices.
0: And yeah, I would to, to, uh, worst soundtrack choices. No, are not so, not so bad choices, but badly used. Very badly used. And full uh, feeling cliche to hell.
1: Notice the timing. It's up for five Grammy awards though apparently. <laughs> Suicide <Super laughs> Squad.
0: Again, the Grammys is not one I kind no, of... No, me I, neither. I, I I just, yeah, but, I, but, but it's
1: now officially award-nominated film, Suicide Squad.
0: But they should do their own awards, shouldn't they? Best DC Films award for <laughs> what, DC What would film? they pick from, though? Yeah, But those two. Uh, so between the two of them, they could have win loads of awards. Yeah. So moving along, I think this takes us neatly into Marvel territory now, Don't. really, in terms of Disney Marvel. Mm-hmm. The Around real nine. one, the proper one. So, we've had from them, we've had Civil Captain
1: War Americans. and Doctor Strange.
0: That's it, really, isn't it? Only For this two year, this year. Yeah, I think it's three
1: yeah. next year, but it's two this year. And um, it was
0: three last year. Was it? I think it was three last year. It was Ant-Man, Ultron. It was Ultron, and. That was it. Okay, that'd be. I rough.
1: think yeah, it's been two a year, and then it's going to be three a year from next year, I think. Then probably four a year, and then we'll all be dead.
0: And also, they're getting. Next year is going to be kind of big sexy crossover year in terms of like Spider-Man Homecoming has got a big oh, Disney yeah. influence from mm-hmm. Iron Man and we're going to see the Hulk and Ragnarok so that I think they're finally th- this seems to be a big part of the next phase is
1: crossover. which I prefer because I, I, I'm kind of sick of single but, movies now I think they this universe is big enough they should be all just hanging out well together. this is
0: the first really this year was the big mm. one Civil War yes. that was the big boast and that to me is enough reason to write it king of the superhero movies this year just that fight at the airport Magnificent yeah, D- it would just, it, yeah that was it in fact it even gets referenced in the Spider-Man trailer mm-hmm. so it's a bit of a teaser there someone was saying is that so the movie come before that event the middle of that event people have is it something either. that happened offside in the middle of the movie that we just don't get to see until we get the footage on his iPhone or whatever it was
1: that would actually be kind of funny I've heard yeah, they'll they'll do a Batman Superman with it where like the opening of Spider-Man will be the Civil War fight from like his point of view and then it'll probably smash cut to him back in school or something which would be fun I'd like that that'd be lovely
0: I like the this finally we can create a world where it's getting on with it and mm. we're not going to get cursed with origins, but that's said, yeah, we, said, we are. <laughs> yeah, we, we, are. we are Captain Again, Marvel, to go. which brings just kind of to, to a little chat. And Doc Strange did mm-hmm. an interesting thing that kind of got things up and running and origin at the same time, which is kind of yeah fine. I mean, we've already had our chat. Scott's not here, so we can't defend Doc Strange. We thought it or was tell fine. Us about Stanley, yeah. I, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> that was still left with that thing of fine. And I saw that twice as well, mm. actually. I had to them all bring twice, someone I to... Yeah. Oh, I haven't that one actually,
1: no, no um, I didn't
0: see Suicide Squad twice. Once was enough. Three times. I just... Uh, I used that... That was my my Cinemax 3D test to see if I was right in the middle of the screen and uh, uh, i think IMAX me whole. To <laughs> be quite honest. I don't know what IMAX is. But that's um, another
1: story. Actually, I suppose the one thing I didn't talk about Suicide Squad was the extended cut. And just to say it, it's very evident that of the the apparently hours of footage Leto shot... At least some of it wasn't all terrible and it would be nice if at some point we get a, a full cut or full release of what he shot, because there's some interesting ish stuff in there clearly that you see like little tidbits of in the extended cut, but still nowhere near enough. Well if you're to believe
0: in the interference what whatever Air's original idea was, mm. there's a chance of an alternative cut. Well Does uh, that exist?
1: Well, Ayr is adamant that no no, the cut we get is my cut, and that's how he sounds, I assume. Uh <laughs> but <laughs> That doesn't sound like a guy who was raising the hood. <laughs> no, it does not. It's
0: my cut of the highway.
1: Uh, well, there was seven cuts at one point, allegedly, and this is, the cut we have now is the compromise cut. So well, that's it, normal, I mean. No, it is normal. Um, but see, I think the air yeah, problem is that hes if he'd gotten fired after this one, grand. I'm sure he would have kicked him with a stink next year and gone, no, no, my cut's the real cut. It's out there somewhere. But now he's back on board for the, the, the spin-off with Harley Quinn and Gotham Sirens. I don't know why he's directing that because the, the movie... Struggled to find an audience initially. It made terrible headlines. <laughs> Some of the worst did it reviews. make money in the end? I it made didn't a lot of money in the end. Yeah, it did. yeah was
0: he, there you he go with this money. The talks. No, but he didn't
1: do anything about it. No one liked. It. All the complaints about it were about his directing and his writing. Like I don't know why they got him back. It's baffling. Like get someone else. I, go back get to anyone. I just else. said money. Yeah, but hire someone else that costs less money than him to get back. <laughs> but, but someone, someone must have liked it. A lot of teens liked it I think They thought it was edgy and cool And Joker was their spirit animal With his tats and his bling And his like his shoes His like his shoes and shirts Just half a tuxedo and grill
0: But what are the Joker scenes that are uh, um, reintroduced?
1: They add a little bit to the escape scene So that when he's torturing her It gives some context for that torture Rather oh, than him just doing it Yeah it's him being all like You got into my head And gave me back memories I didn't want So it sort of implies he has an actual character Which is nice and then there's a second bit of that when she.
0: But it also mm-hmm. gives her a bit of substance as well, which she didn't exactly. have in the movie. I it mean, gives I them think all substance. we everyone's raving about her Harlequin, but I didn't feel she was doing anything extra special other than looking pr- particularly sexy and a, a little bit too sleaze up for the boys. I thought.
1: Yeah, I wasn't looking that effort. Design. I hate
0: to sound like a old man, but yeah, she's got a, hot- a pair of trousers, young lady. You know. Um and that's fine I mean I understand why that's the lowest common denominator yo look cause it was great characterization. Well, look you mean, at mean no f- trousers <laughs> well
1: it was a good characterization. they got her like the base level of what Harley is supposed to be in the comics and the TV shows that that was what she was on screen so grand as a jumping off point I actually have high hopes well I had high hopes for Ayer got back on board for the sequel spin off because that's her Poison Ivy when mean, hanging out that is where you get the you know actual character development
0: again don't forget Harlequin again was created through the medium of television yep. and not the comics nope
1: she's a Paul Dini and creation. A, um, they're all
0: just in top of each other comics films it's all mm-hmm. mixing and matching it's like crazy what's, what's the word for it oh, so now, the it? Joker escape and oh, yeah. the torture and thing
1: there's a bit when he's just driving on the road on his own and she just shows up on a bike like pre-Harley Quinn when she's still Harleen and she's basically just begging for him to love her and then he's all like I'm am a, I'm a solo guy <laughs> baby and it's <laughs> It's good though like So I just remembered I remembered her uh,
0: psychiatrist costume That was hilarious mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> It was a shirt and a skirt Very Oops. professional Yeah uh, She does. She's wearing that again on a bike uh, And nobody
0: else get any extra mileage from the U-Cut
1: There's like a handful of extra lines for everybody So there's a bit when they like walk into the city And they all have a little kind of Extended conversation talk about escaping And they all, they all get to talk about each other for a bit Which is nice uh, there's a bit where Croc vomits on a helicopter which is good he's uh, not good at flying no I, I guess not they added that five seconds back in to give it great context and meaning. Um, but yeah it's still shit but better better shit see, I think if you're going to watch if you'd never seen this film I'd say watch the extended cut whereas a BVS I would say watch the, the shorter cut because three hours of your life is not worth giving to that movie and for the sake of two plot holes we filled in with a half an hour footage it's not worth it
0: yeah, and that horrible uh, vomit in the sky uh, apocalyptic ending for this tiny city I said the best thing that it had going for it that didn't get used properly was the villainy of the people that are hiring them mm. and that was nice but it just got lost in the in the mix I thought
1: it would have been yeah it would have been nicer if the, the quote unquote bad guys had been quote unquote bad guys so just Will Smith being his always character of Will Smith is a conflicted family man who
0: does violence the nicest pimp in town
1: Yeah what was he wearing Yeah
0: So one little finger Out of five little fingers
1: Oh I suppose he had in the ranking So I suppose <laughs> Deadpool is still first Then I guess we're saying Apocalypse so, so then would you rate This or BVS higher That's what I'm wondering now This or Batman Superman Probably Batman Superman
0: Batman Superman higher Yeah Definitely
1: Two little fingers Because Batman Superman's Is a worse movie I think Objectively But it's a more interesting failure This is just bland
0: I think, and I, I'm one of those people that thought Eisenberg was okay.
1: Well, it's the Gene Hackman thing. He's okay, but he's not like Luther.
0: He's not Gene Hackman. He's not. No, no, no one's Gene Hackman.
1: Uh, I wasn't for a second implying. I, no, he, he was. He was,
0: too, he was too. He was too busy being Eisenberg. I, I really got the impression this is Je, uh, Jesse Eisenberg on the, at the weekend. <laughs>
1: well they're saying it was Max Landis he was impersonating which
0: I totally believe yeah we, oh, yeah. again I, I'm, we'll have a Max Landis chat towards the end okay. he's got a, an interesting thing out on Netflix at the moment which I oh, haven't seen oh the Gently thing did you go near it? no I've heard it's good though now he annoyed me now I, I thought his superhero thing oh Chronicle was Chronicle. awful oh really? no, no I, I it should have been good it was a lovely idea and too serious? It, no I don't want it, you. I don't have an issue with serious <laughs> I have an issue with a cake and eat it. Mm-hmm. That's that's all. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, Max. No, um, what else did he ruin? He ruined something else for me there. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, well, he was on
1: Power Rangers and like kicked him off it.
0: Yeah. It's, it. What's the story? Is he is he just on his dad's coattails, or has he got any talent?
1: I think his initial leg up in the industry was his dad's coattails. But I I think he's a, he's got an interesting voice. He's not always. I don't always agree with him on it, but I think. He has ideas that are interesting and definitely go against most of the Hollywood studio ideas. Oh, yeah, he
0: did Fantastic Four, didn't he? No, he didn't. No, Frank
1: well, <laughs> did that. Frank directed Chronicle. That's right. That, yeah, that's why, wrote, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. But what was the last thing that Max wrote? Was that a Frankenstein movie? <gasps> which, re-
1: the, which he insists was like cut to hell. Like that wasn't his script by the end of it. Which is always the case, I think. The, but...
0: the Eckhart Frankenstein?
1: No, no. The um, the James McAvoy. Oh, one.
0: that's right. Yeah, I didn't go near it. <laughs> I didn't go near it, so I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be giving out. Anyway. Yes. Marvel. Continue. Marvel. Um, so, Civil War. Which,
1: on a rewatch, is kind of dull. I still think the airport fight is one of the single best sequences of superhero comic dumb put on screen ever. The movie around it is a solid political thriller slash globe
0: plotting thing, but it's a
1: bit dull.
0: I think if it wasn't for the airport scene, it's just... Uh, on par with some of the mistakes that Age of Ultron, kind of nah, true. that, is, that bad. <laughs> well, it's not that bad. No, it is better film, but it it has a, a certain dullness that Ultron mm. had. But even just uh, all like that it's... juggling of characters, it was yeah. kind of just, oh come on! And and the shorthand was, okay, you're expecting a bit too much of us. Give us a bit more going on with these characters. Mm. I mean, when when Hawkeye turns up for Scarlet Witch, I mean, like, come on! <laughs> uh, uh, that kind of stuff kind of bugged me. And, and even like uh, it, it, the Spider-Man kind of fit in did feel like uh, late in the day kind of oh look guess what this, we, we sorted out all the legalities of Spider-Man where can we stick him in Given that it literally was that, I think they might sort out the plot hole for that later on.
1: Sure. I don't. Know. I think there's a plot hole. I think given how nakedly last minute that was as an addition, I think it actually sits in reasonably well. Like I thought that would really stand out. That actually integrated quite, quite well. Quite filled in nicely with homecoming. You can see yeah. that. and that he uh, is definitely the best. And we Spider-Man. have.
0: I mean, this Spider-Man is a weird amalgam of uh, the kind of uh, our Mazzali Spider-Man and a few other things oh the Miles Moran yeah, yeah. yeah sorry Miles yeah again I've not read those but I, I, <laughs> I've read enough to know that our little kind of sidekick character the the Asian kid mm. is a, a version of a character f- from that comic book uh,
1: ok yeah, yeah. Um.
0: I'm sick and tired of hearing about all the oh look it's diverse grand yeah get over it it's nice to know we live in a, <laughs> a multicultural world but don't be expecting patting
1: the back for it I had this actually argue with someone recently when we were talking about West, Westworld and how um, West Westworld the new one yeah that's great but that uh, near the end it gets I actually quite like that it gets very al- allegorical through like the race stuff and the the slavery metaphors but then someone pointed out to me like in the old film there's just a group of scientists and like they're all different races and creeds and colours and it's never addressed it's just a thing that exists and that's that's proper diversity like it's just there It's never like pointed out, whereas Westworld is like, oh-ho, symbolism. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The 70s kind of did that better.
0: There's there's an old uh, film called After the Fox, and there's a running joke in it about a guy pretending to be an Italian filmmaker, and it's Mm -hmm. a parody of the Italian greats of the time, uh, like Bertolucci and um, Pasolini and all these and Peter Sellers' character has this like you'll see the symbolism <laughs> <laughs> that was a good sentence you can <laughs> run but you can't run from yourself and uh, it, there's a sort of sometimes uh, you, you get tired of the symbolism he's just like on with the adventure well, then, so, then, then you see, get asked an s- apocalypse don't you <laughs> I right, said the symbolism. Have you seen the original Westworld?
1: Yourself? For the first time last weekend, yes.
0: And what did you think of it? It's, uh, a, dif- it's a different beast. Oh yeah, uh, like
1: it's top. a slasher movie with a robot. It's it's
0: not. Well, it's also got uh, Christians or Crichtons or Crichtons. Uh, oh yeah, it's Jurassic
1: Park's prototype. Yeah. It's,
0: and a few other films as well. Hmm. But he's just got a. It's basically the uh, an extravagant Murphy's Law. <laughs> if, yeah. If, if, exactly, you, if, humans, yes. if humans are involved yeah things are going to get fucked up eventually and no, that's I, that's pretty much all he says in that film yeah, <laughs> and that. I don't think there's anything deeper than that and he never intended it and so it's great that other people have come along and went oh, but hold on a second here I mean I think it probably owes more of a nod to Philip K. Dick than it does to the original Westworld mm, new yeah, series but no the old film is good crack Like it's, ah, it's good fun I love it
1: I like how simple it is now so here's two characters here's their names and nothing else they're not going to waste time giving them backstories or characterization. they're in a situation it's gone fucked half an hour it is creepy
0: though I mean, you get around the concept of they're having sex with robots it is a bit uh, but like just... the last
1: half an hour is a man on a really bad hangover trying not to die and it's great <laughs> that's that's brilliant and a really good actor
0: he is too mm. and uh, then you get that lovely kind of touch of Rome world and medieval world
1: that was quite bizarre which yeah. I guess they're probably doing season two of the show which will be even weirder but yeah um that got off topic where were we <laughs> so no Marvel, we're, Marvel, we're, Marvel, we're back yes, yes, to the Civil War
0: so Civil War three thing, little fingers four little fingers
1: uh, you, see, if I say three and a half that's what I give Apocalypse and it's better than Apocalypse so it has to get four I suppose I
0: agree four I think we'll give that yeah so now I think it was the last one we haven't really Doctor's talked we, we've already talked about it so I think we just should just give a nod to what we liked and didn't like about it
1: uh, I thought it was very enjoyable as a romp I still think Cumberbatch is a weird choice He's not a bad choice I think the writing and the overall origin story was a bit Phase 1-y um,
0: He's not the Doc Strange of the comics for No a long shot. <laughs> No but one he's, can be that He's more of a smart arse
1: But he's Denny Jr. again Because every major character in the yeah. universe is Denny Jr. Chris Pratt, him, Ant-Man They're all just Robert Denny Jr. You think so? To an extent, I'm actually dreading Infinity War for that reason. When it's just all five of them in a room, just quipping at each other for endless hours.
0: Yeah, someone's got to stop quipping. you need a. There's too many quippers. The
1: Chris Evans just stand there trying to be serious, and everyone Even Hulk else just, was full yeah. of quips.
0: But that's the danger of of that kind of uh, cheeky, cheerful writing. And um, where is is the middle ground? Poor DC went far the other way, and. Marvel are on the verge of going okay you've been too cheeky for your own good need to kill a few superheroes off I think now no they won't Um, are they will I I think uh, didn't they say Captain America's finished after this next one but then he
1: said he's not necessarily against coming back so who knows I mean they they could easily kill them all off because it's comics no one dies everyone can come back they well, have the Infinity Gauntlet that's a plot device in itself so yeah
0: well if you take the comic books seriously as a source material mm. and now there's such a mix up of I mean if you see where Marvel is at the moment and I, I don't read them unless I find out collectively what's going on Yes. <laughs> it's quite of crazy we've got about two or three Captain America's now so Steve Rogers come like back that and in the comics they have a wonderful ability DC and Marvel are great at killing people up and magically making them reappear in other forms or whatever Mm. and what DC do seem to have embraced interestingly enough and Marvel haven't touched on yet but Guardians of the Galaxy might start playing with this is all these infinite Earths and alternative Earths the multiversity that DC kicked off with Flash back in thanks to Gardner Mm. Fox back in the 50s they're they're marking in these films I wonder if they'll do something interesting with it I don't necessarily think so but I'd be curious to see if they're going go to go it. that considering they are really saying well this is a different Batman and we've had a different Superman yeah they're all from different earths I'd be curious and th- 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 we've got a new Flash now but because their TV universe is quite solid They've they've done pretty kind of mm. yeah, solid things and got a good fan base there. I stopped watching say, all, but yeah. <laughs> say, oh well, I, I don't. Have that. <laughs> I have a busy life. I don't have time for all that. Um, it seems stronger than the Marvel one. I don't think. Oh, I'm definitely. Uh,
1: apparently, the season of Shield has been good though. Like Ghost Rider was there. Yeah, but, I haven't well, watched it. I, mean, don't I, mean, I don't care it too.
0: To, the weird little subgenre that is Daredevil. It seems to be going quite. Oh yeah, strong. the Netflix
1: side's pretty strong. Yeah, right? um, but again,
0: I, I, ironically enough, within streaming, not television. Their the gritty Marvel world is 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 doing quite well as opposed to the DC attempting a bit of grit in the cinema. Well, oh. will they ever learn?
1: There's a difference between grit of Daredevil, where it's just here's a quite charming man who's blind and fights ninjas, compared to <laughs> my mother's dead. Don't mother you mean Russians? Dead. Oh, they're ninjas <laughs> in this. Um, Oh those in the Russians Yeah it was ah, everyone He fights everyone White supremacy you know. It's
0: well I, I've actually Watched Daredevil I tr- actually did uh, Finally start watching Daredevil Just to digress again mm-hmm. And I've watched Four episodes Or three and a half episodes And it was only Yeah it's great It's great Bit slow and th- No it's And I said it's great It's great And then I went Oh I'm not going to hurry back I will go back mm-hmm. And I've I've actually Marked Luke Cage and went, Oh I'm going to watch Luke Cage Because I'm finally Going to Netflix So Tony totally took me several years and uh, I, I haven't gone there I actually haven't rushed back I'm gonna do I want my time sucked up by the all this angst of daredevil <laughs> for that long is it too serious it's it's a
1: good background show put it on when, like, when you're like writing or editing or something just leave yeah, it well, behind that's,
0: that's what I'm thinking now I've got my new phone and I'm gonna mm-hmm. chromecast oh, yes, all this yes, stuff yes. onto the television very fancy yeah but yeah, so uh, where do we right? Doc Strange. I, I see now. I think we have to go three and three quarter little fingers for Doc Strange just to keep it above um, Super Batman.
1: So I think that means that Deadpool technically comes out top. I know you haven't seen. And this, I but, haven't even seen yeah.
0: it. Well, between the, of the two of us, I think Captain America is the one that comes out as out from of Marvel. Like, from yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Probably. And it. it I mean. It objectively, is just a good film. Like it. It works. It's solid. It's funny. It's action packed. You'll laugh. You'll cry. Whatever. Um. But yeah. Like it's, on a revisit, it's just a little bit bland. And I. The cinematography pisses me off. It's really washed out looking for it's, some reason. Yeah.
0: It's. It's very workmanlike. Because uh, I know th- they,
1: they are TV directors, but Cat or Winter Soldier looks great. So no, but sure that's no, that's that's
0: that's no excuse. No, it's not. Um. I think they sort matter of matter-of-fact manner thinking in terms of that they want to really put all the epic into how they got that big battle sequence to work. Mm, yeah, probably. and that is kind of nearly shot in a matter-of-fact manner. But it's a lot more. I don't mean to underplay uh, how elaborate the work is. I mean the, the giant man stuff was amazing. Great, <laughs> it, it looked superb, and it had everything that it really felt like they lifted stuff off a comic book page successfully. Because they're never going to properly ever do that, and even though there wasn't, it was missing about a hundred characters to have a proper civil war with. Yeah. In fact, civil battle it should have been called. So I think light skirmish, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah, you know. or yeah, I like the light skirmish. is nice? Huh? It's a good name for a film, actually. You on the poster, can't you? Um, But yeah, that was one of the issues. It, there was a certain TV sensibility about some of the, the that. Yeah, but also that I didn't like the fact that this story didn't really move on that much we, okay, we got a little bit of Captain America I don't, I don't like you anymore Iron Man I don't like you anymore I want my shield back that was quite funny <laughs> um, and yet yeah, you didn't kind of bite it you know they like each other well
1: apparently that's going to be a big part of the first act of Infinity War Will be them still not liking each other so if they keep that going I suppose in retrospect it'll seem better but I know what you mean it did feel a bit uh, is this, every single Marvel film feels like a placeholder for the next one until well, you get to the Avenger movies, because well, they can forward well, this things.
0: This kind of is a nice it's, it's a way into talking next year, about yeah. next year, because Black Panther is one of those movies.
1: Not out next year. What? <laughs> That's two years away.
0: Oh, come I, I, I on. It was supposed to be.
1: Yeah, here's what happened. That was initially out. I but think. isn't
0: that supposed to be out before Infinity Wars to make sense of everything? It'll still be out
1: before Infinity War. Captain Marvel won't now. What happened was they pushed everything back by one when Spider-Man came back. Because that Spider-Man film wasn't there originally. So it would have been Guardians, yeah, but this Thor, is, It's still is
0: more of a Sony movie than it is a Disney movie.
1: It, yeah, but it's in their universe and it's getting their full support and they're writing it. So
0: it's
1: uh, only gets the money, but they
0: still it. Isn't it money. nice to know they're all talking to each other through the medium it, it, well, of, billions see, w- of dollars. W- When I was a child, Spider-Man was wrangled up like a fucking Gordian knot of legal mm. nonsense. And as were Fantastic Four And no one could do nothing Even if they wanted to at the time And they weren't sure they wanted to And now they're all talking to each other Because they've realised they're going to make loads of money Apart
1: from Fox Who are still making their
0: own little shitty universe <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I I guarantee it That won't last
1: I, I, There's been talk recently they come out and said point blank They're not going to work with Marvel And I'm like,
0: Why not? <laughs> Do, do they own much of a universe to be exploiting if they got other plans I don't think they do they've only well, been well they have Fantastic Four and X-Men fucking up Fantastic Four yeah they can't touch that for a while that surviving Wolverine for a bit they've got X-Men just juggled enough and they have to make movies or they they lose copyright that's the yeah. other weird little clause
1: same with Superman you know the Superman logic of if it's owned by like five different people so if, they, if DC stopped making films or Warner Brothers stopped making films the rights to Superman split like five like two or three different people which means there could be two or three different simultaneous Superman productions.
0: it hurts my head thinking about it.
1: Yeah, because they own like different parts of them. So like someone owns like the cape and the flight and someone else owns the heat vision and the, probably the hair. I don't know. But it's, it's bizarre to think. It'd be like... What poker games where
0: they doing their kind of legal discussions? Oh, I couldn't tell
1: but it's like the old Bond thing with Kevin McClory where like he had his own rights to Thunderball so he had the, the he Sean Connery second yes. Bond film and
0: it's well, the, and he just but yeah he kind of got bullied I don't think he hadn't planned another Oh uh, he had he really had but he <laughs> he got, missed a
1: flight apparently that's what happened he missed the court ruling and they, he missed a, he, he missed his flight to the was, court ruling that it? and the the judge threw it what out What was it
0: called? Warhead 2000 or something? That was something? it you know, Warhead 2000 yeah. No, was the, <laughs> Okay, so anyway... Yes, so next year, sorry. Okay, Black Panther is not happening <laughs> no. next year. I'll give you the list Wonder Woman... Yes. Let's do the DC, okay, okay? The DC list.
1: Wonder Woman's first. Trailer looks good. I'm happy she's getting a movie. Wonder Woman looks great. Uh, Gal Gadot of Fast and Furious fame, yes. Uh, Are you a fan of the Fast and Furious movies, actually? No. Have you seen
0: any of them? Yes. Which ones? I have seen three of them. I've seen the first one. Uh, I've seen the... No, sorry, I didn't see the first one. I saw the second one. Uh-huh. I saw that wonderful mess when the first rock one oh yeah 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 and I think I've seen one other vaguely in the background somewhere
1: because the last three were quite incredible I have to say like they're <laughs> idiotic films but they're the trailer I do well
0: I saw the I saw the trailer of a new one yeah, and it looks, oh. it looks it looks so <laughs> dumb what is happening in that trailer so dumb it, it actually just reminded me of it. Reminded me of a, of a, of a Stanley teaser for a up and coming uh, Marvel comic, where you got right. these tricksy little "What's going to happen here? Who's <laughs> having an affair with who?" that because you know that soap opera muscle that he brought yes. into superheroes in the, in the 60s I had, I had that feeling he wouldn't do that in this, but he's kissing Charlize
1: Theron who has mind control powers I'm guessing that she just owns Vin Diesel's soul now <laughs> no. and Helen Mirren's apparently only been in it she I has can't a, wait she has a
0: baby belonging to him and she keeps holding it over an open fire has oh, to be something like that, that, that you know but The
1: Rock has to go into prison to get Jason Statham out of prison oh it's going to be a hell of a movie <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that's why they call it The Fate, the of... fate of... The Fate Furious.
1: Not over here, though. We're getting Fast and Furious 8. That's the American title. Oh, really? We don't get the cool title. No. Oh, because
0: we wouldn't get the joke? <laughs> no. Yeah, we're not good on, on on those jokes. Anyway, back to the list. <laughs> Wonder Woman. So, yeah. uh, Wonder Woman. What DC are giving us Wonder Woman and they're giving us... Then the... Justice League 1. Justice League 1.
1: Well, just, just Justice League for now.
0: But it, it is part of a two-part?
1: Well, initially it was. Now it's not. But it is because this one, it'll deal with Steppenwolf as played by our own Keir- our own Kieran Hines and then part two so who is speak, that villain I don't know Steppenwolf is like a lieutenant of Darkseid so he's oh just-
0: sorry I do know what am I yeah. saying I've got God, all those there you go. he
1: was the guy that showed up in the-, the deleted scene for Batman Superman where Jesse Eisenberg was all bowing down to him and he's a big hologram monster Ciaran yeah. Hines
0: <laughs> it is really interesting I find that Jack Kirby still got his footprints in both mm. of these universes and Darkseid was an almost lambasted when he came when he was first shown to the world via Superman in Jimmy Olsen. That's the first time Darkseid appeared. Was in a Jimmy Olsen comic. That's depressing. There you go. And then it's like Thanos and, the and then the Forever People and Mister Miracle. That's where where Darkseid made his first appearances.
1: I suppose that makes sense. Like all the New god stuff is very spacey and weird and those kind of comics. Dealt more well, that, that came.
0: In and around the same mm. time, I've not—I have not read New Gods properly, but yeah. Then he went over to Marvel and he created called yeah. the Eternals. That, that's a bit like the New Gods, isn't it? But no, it's not. Do it's, <laughs> you call the Eternals for a start? But yeah, um, I'll be curious. Finally, a space monster is coming to attack again. Uh, Marvel have avoided Feast that oh, army, probably. <laughs> Um, and they are bringing Darkseid into the whole equation and he has been busy in the DC Universe terribly. I'm betting
1: we'll see him in like a cameo appearance at the end of Justice League 1 but he won't be in it because we're getting that Batman movie next apparently they're, they're fast tracking that to the build on the, the goodwill of the one thing people like in Batman Superman was Batman? yeah they're gonna. They will address the murdering, and he won't murder anymore. He's learned his lesson. There won't be. It won't be a bad Batman.
0: Oh, I thought it was gonna turn out that he knew that they had bulletproof vests, and that's why he shot them. Yeah.
1: I would love, with all my
0: heart, if they. <laughs> yeah. took it. Okay. Fucking... He had his bulletproof vest detector in his uh, goggles. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, you you you're holding that hope that this is gonna be fun, despite Wonder the fact one. that Just Snyder leave. is yeah. involved, who couldn't put a plot together to save his life. He,
1: the thing about Snyder is he still made Sucker Punch and that was a very silly film so I think I have hope from him,
0: oh because it was silly yeah it was also terrible
1: it was a bit serious wasn't it um, I actually yeah, I,
0: I, I'm good I can watch most things in the end and I turn that off really and I the soundtrack yeah. kept me going in fact, I I, and I can't 300 for some reason has dated terribly in my mind and I enjoyed it 302 in the is
1: very good Are you in 302?
0: 302 302 <laughs> sorry
1: 300 Rise of an Empire uh, I haven't seen that Ava Green great no, no so, Zach Snyder good times
0: okay so there's 2DC out next yep. year and we've got again two three official Mar- Marvels no three Marvels um, Guardians Guardians
1: Thor and Spider-Man well Spider-Man is now Sony Marvel it's, but it's all one thing
0: we'll still count it
1: well Iron Man's in it so it's the same thing
0: and the, the most successful DC is going to be Lego Batman really yeah I think all, all the money's to on that going be great I think
1: um,
0: he's got those lovely little oddball nods of jokes that touch on all sorts of madness that the adults can have a good snigger with and the kids will just enjoy well, the like, Lego the trailer
1: even had a like a, a, a dig of Batman Superman so they know what they're doing
0: <laughs> I just I, I loved when poor Joker's was <laughs> very very kinda, sad <laughs> I, I like the super villain around <laughs> Or something to that yeah. effect. <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah. I think it's nice. Poor old Billy D. Williams finally getting his go at Two Face after Tim Burton promised it to him in 1989.
0: Oh wow, I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah, he's cast That's... as Two Face. Yeah, is, I great. mean that was that was shocking. Tommy Lee Jones again. playing Jack Nicholson. Oh my god. Yeah, he was playing Jack Nicholson in a way, wasn't he? Absolutely. Which kind of worked. That was the
1: probably like, the last animated performance he gave, so we should cherish that. Really, he'll be dead soon, probably. I wouldn't wish that
0: on him, Richard. <laughs> no, practicality. He's, he's just Tommy Lee Jones is next on the wall of famous dead people. So tell me this now: this is, I'm just, Guardians. Is it finally going to break into the rest of the Marvel universe in any I interesting don't think so. fashion?
1: I think because it's set mere months after the last one, so they can't really get back to the the present of the Marvel Universe yet because they're a year behind now aren't well, they well
0: they have brought didn't they, didn't they, so we have a bit of a Thanos sniff around here
1: allegedly no Thanos in this one <gasps> mm. um, but Kurt Russell has Ego the Living Planet that should be good who is he going to be Ego the Living Planet but he allegedly won't appear in Living
0: Planet form <laughs> <laughs> so I just got a. It's his ego. I got a flash of uh, the moon from um, Mighty Booster oh yeah <laughs> Not far off. By the way, mm. on total, bi- major digression here, I watched It at the weekend, the uh, adaptation from Tommy Lee Wallace. And there's a scene, I don't know if you remember the film at all. Haven't but the, seen it. Oh, have you read the book? Nope. <laughs> are you are you curious about the film that's coming down the line? Uh, anyway, uh, this is for you, for Richard and for all you people that aren't listening. Uh, when the Pennywise the Clown encourages the poor psychopath in prison to come back mm. and help kill all these people that are coming to kill Pennywise he appears on a big face in the moon talking to this guy to get him to convince him and I didn't know that Noel Fielding and Julian Barrett is that where you got the idea for uh, the moon if anyone can uh, help me with that please that would on the sense. comments but, and then we'll move along Guardians 5 two. so you think it's going to be fun Do you, you, you were a fan of the first movie weren't you I didn't like
1: I love it the way the internet did And the way everyone else did It was fine I enjoyed it It was Again though. It had the, the Downey Jr Infection effect where, Like it's too Chris Pratt's very
0: likeable He's very
1: likeable But he's playing the same character
0: It's one He's of the doing it And again We've got Passengers Coming up next week Oh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Which is again Oh look Jennifer and Chris we're getting, They're oh. so likeable And relatable They are real people Like you or I Well Parks and Recreations He was quite fun in that Yeah yeah I was the same I kind of left it was, an, it was a nice meal that I kind of forgot after a bit of mm. a week I did watch it a second time and oh, yeah, it, it did hold up okay and I was curious about I'd, I'd love to see Herod the Duck turn up in it that would, <laughs> that would make would me nice. happy because I'm, I'm a Herod the Duck fan but I'm never going to see Herod the Duck the way I want to see him as in like back to the old Steve Gerber comics I don't think and they God, could do animated us. maybe if, when I'm old and delirious and really suffering in all folks oh, I'm sure I'll watch Herod the Hero as we called it over here. Wait, the live action one? Yeah. That's what it was called over
1: here? Howard the Hero? Yeah,
0: because no one knew about Howard the Duck. Back in the old days, we didn't have comics.
1: But the poster would still have been a duck, right? So why it was is an it? egg. Oh. A cracked oh, I've egg, egg with I've a cigar that, yes.
0: poking out of it. And Lucas... I don't know, I think I, I would actually love to meet him and chat to him just about that movie. <laughs> what Were You Thinking? Duck Breasts. And again, it, again there, there was that the the kind of whole in fact you could compare that film with Suicide Squad in terms mm. of the build up <laughs> to it's villainy and the mm. way have you seen the movie no nah, bits of it oh you have to see the whole film I don't want to watch the whole film Tim <laughs> Robbins is in it I don't care and <laughs> it does have alluded to, to cross be, alien species sex
1: I've <laughs> seen that bit of it Yeah.
0: yeah of course you <laughs> would see that bit wouldn't you Anyway, yeah, it's
1: 2016, man, internet's so full of wonders.
0: Next year, and the Thor Ragnarok is that, that should what's... be good. Um, my one concern with Thor Ragnarok is
1: like the logo is this very 80s. I think rock Thor's band the weakest
0: thing. of all the Marvel superhero movies. He is,
1: but his world around is usually good. Hiddleston's great. So we've got Kate Blanchett as Ella v- that that's
0: a great. In, in, that's a good point. A good villain in, in yeah, to uh, kind of a uh, mm. food film
1: and Hulk's in there so it should be a a bit of a a bit of a larf
0: that'll be good fun Um, Anthony
1: Hopkins in Hopkins I love Anthony Hopkins I do he stopped trying about 10 years ago but then he started trying again in Westworld so I'm like crap I have to give I have to have faith in him again now
0: why he's got a busy year next year he's going to be in Transformers as well
1: oh he is I didn't see that trailer but I heard about that Uh, did you see Solace no, but uh, it's incredible. It's, funny. it's incredible. Funny you
0: say that, but the phone call I got earlier was mm. from guy, and we had that premise for a script idea that we never developed.
1: What, well, Psychic Police? Psychic <laughs>
0: Police chasing psychic killers, and one's leaving clues like a madman just to. Play did you games. know, though,
1: that that script for Solace is allegedly the unused sequel script for Seven? Yes, so, yeah, I did. That's no, incredible yeah. to me. Uh, but no,
0: watch Solace. But Hopkins seven Performance. It have a is- sequel. No it shouldn't Of course it shouldn't Even if it was a good sequel It would take the <laughs> <natural> Out <laughs> of anything That was good yeah. About Seven in the first place And then Don't get me any certain Of David Fincher now Fincher's um, it Alright Will we wrap it up uh, I, I think
1: we're we... getting there Aren't we um, All i have to talk about Really is Logan I suppose Which we kind of mentioned
0: Yeah I, I kind of Have you read the comic No but it's Uh, not
1: based on the comic though really oh it couldn't be the original
0: comic is absolutely insane I think it's uh, dying to read it though for that reason who wrote it was it Garth Dennis or Mark Miller Mark Miller and it's absolutely nuts it involves um,
1: blind Hawkeye spider cars dead Ant-Man corpses littering entire continents
0: villains totally in charge of America it's pure fantasy in a a weird way despite it's dark madness it's got a it's like the Wizard of Oz with uh, Wolverine yeah, As a psychotic Wizard of Oz Actually, if you look closely the Wizard of Oz It's quite psychotic, actually, anyway
1: you See, that's the tone Suicide Squad should have had Where it was just really yeah. dark, but also whimsical and funny But it was just too much
0: like Grittiness, look at Will see, Smith's duh Maybe they need to go and look at a few Asian movies again <laughs> And check out Itchy the Killer And understand why it can actually be totally mm. fucked up And absolutely hilarious at the same time that's the thing you going to what's the series tone Asian cinema is a strange beast though they can't really import that <laughs> and right. I oh it. I love it I love too.
1: it so. I only saw House for the first time recently you seen House oh which one is this now It's this the it's Japanese one from like 1978 or 80 it's a crossover
0: it's a Kevin Connors one I
1: can't remember who directed it it's completely is, deranged though is
0: it Doug McClure
1: or do you we're, no we're mixing a movie no no it's no not. it's a Japanese movie House just called House okay I haven't it's seen about, it it's about like a lot of schoolgirls that like, go to her auntie's house and it's it's a it's like a soap opera, like a cheesy American soap opera rip off. But it's a weird horror movie. But it's totally tonally inconsistent, and it's incredible.
0: Well, there is something about when it's a foreign language as well. You kind of, yeah, you, you might mistake things for being more uh, interesting than they are. <laughs> so uh, okay, so then for next year, the big movies we're looking forward to are Spider Man and Wonder Woman. The top of the list.
1: For um. Europe. Yeah, I'd say so. Spider Man. I've never cared for but I think I've realised after that trailer that it's just been the, the writing and the actors that I haven't cared for because Tom Holland looks great yeah. And oh, Tom
0: Holland would either be really good or really bad
1: I think he like, he was really good in Civil War. I really, really found him very genuine and nice and No, he's enjoyable. an annoying
0: teenager that can kick some yeah, ass Yeah, but he was a
1: an annoying teenager that wasn't annoying to watch. Like, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield as annoying teenager were insufferable. Garfield was a psychopath. I never thought of Tobey
0: Maguire as a teenager in those movies. Well, no, he was a third-year-old man in high school, but yeah.
1: You want to punch him all the time.
0: All and the and time. I still think that we should be starting a big campaign to see Spider-Man 3 with Garfield really yeah well, so I, I want to find out what happens in the end I okay? don't
1: <laughs> Peter Parker remains cool and the best man on the planet so no one can in, in any way take down the end
0: okay so I think we'll we, we call it there will we I, I think say, so and thank you for all those people who have been listening to us I I've been told by Steve Galvin that we had a an X Men uh, podcast uh, <laughs> spike <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. I hope it was not for legal reasons. We don't know who you so, are, but thank you, thank you very much. And why? do keep listening and commenting, and we enjoy doing these. And we hope we don't blather on too much, and we do pass on some interesting gems. Mm-hmm. It's been an interesting year, and I look forward to next year. I uh, Lego. Batman movie. I think we're gonna come in here and talk about it. I'd yeah, like to. to. I think it'll be full of references. Uh, never been a big Lego fan. It was my brother's bag, but uh, Lego, Lego movie, movie was good. Gold. No, okay. So <laughs> your just... face was aging. I was like, oh, well,
1: he's <laughs> gonna say bad. No, <laughs> good, fine.
0: <laughs> so on that note, from me, Paul Farron. Thank you very much for this year, and from Richard Drum. Uh, also goodbye. It's been a shit year, geopolitically, but and happy <laughs> festivities. <laughs>